Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Sergeant First Class John Valentine. Welcome to the Veterans Be Real podcast. Here's where we try to keep it real and do our best to help all our fellow veterans out there. This podcast will hopefully open our veterans' eyes into the transition and challenges they are facing and give them some guidance along the way. Please subscribe and download our podcast. We look forward to you, your insight, and your loyalty. Thanks for listening. And now, here's Veterans Be Real. Good afternoon to all you veteran Be Real listeners out there. It's Sergeant Be Real. We're bringing on another. This is a Marine veteran, guys, so be prepared. This could be very direct and very blunt, all right? It's Joe right. Gibbons. He is a Marine veteran. He's going to talk to you a little bit about his service and talk to you guys about how he transitioned out of the Marine Corps and what he's doing now and how he got there, okay? So, Joe, the floor is yours, my friend. Have at it. I appreciate it, and thank you so much for bringing me on this uh, I really do value being able to be on your platform with you and discuss these things uh, about, you know, hurdles since I got out, uh, places where it's been easy, places where it's been hard. And uh, so I just want to say thank you up front for this. Oh, no, we're, we're excited to have you on, Joe. I love getting different branches of service, too. You're my first Marine. So there we go. Like, you're the first Marine. So let's do awesome. this. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I was born and raised in Alaska. So that's one just crazy fact about me. Um, one thing about being born and raised in Alaska is it's kind of difficult to get out of Alaska <laughs> price wise. So uh, most people, you know, they're like, oh, I'm moving, I'm moving out of state. And then they move to Washington. And we're like, okay, <laughs> you, you went real far. You went right and down so, the street. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So I was, I was 17 years old. I'd, I'd always wanted to join the Marine Corps since I was, man, I, I had to have been seven years old. I had uh, two friends of our family that had joined the Marines and man, they, they came back when they were on boot leave. I remember I'm standing at the doors of the church, greeting people on the way in. And I just remember looking up, I'm like, that's what I want to do. Yeah. They got snazzy uniforms. They get the kids. They always do. <laughs> yeah. And so, man, I, when I was 17, I had just turned 17 about a month prior to me moving out of my parents' house, actually. So there was, there was a little bit of adolescence rebellion going on there. I moved out of my parents' house when I was 17, enrolled myself into my senior year of high school, was living with my girlfriend, who actually has become my wife. You know, we've been well, married yeah, since awesome. 2011, so oh, nine years coming up in July. And so, so going through all of that, I, I ship out for the Marine Corps when I turned 18. Actually, it was right a week before I turned 19. Go through boot camp. So I served in the Marines for five years. I was Cobra and Huey helicopter mechanic. I was a plane captain. So I inspected them, made sure that they were safe for flight for the pilots to go on their missions, complete their missions. I missed shipping out to Afghanistan by about 27 days. Me and my guys, we checked into the unit and they'd already made the roster for Afghanistan. So the whole reason why I had joined wanting to be able to go over to the sandbox and everything, I mean, first thing, that was gone. (laughs) So that that was a bummer. But just through my time in the Marine Corps, learning from the leadership above me and those around me that I worked with, I came into contact with a lot of really good guys. I, I would say that the Marines really formed me to be able to persevere and to be able to be confident in anything that I do. 
So fast forward five years, I go to get out of the Marines. I had a plan in place. Uh, we were going to move to Colorado when, when we got out and basically because I wanted to be out of the heat. I was sick and tired of yeah, living yeah. in North Carolina and then, yeah. you know, Yuma, California. I want, some snow. I want some snow. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I need some cool air. <laughs> so went to go move to Colorado when we got out and got there. It was it was a lot more difficult than I expected it to be. The price of living was a lot higher than I expected. Yes, it was it was a lot more difficult to get a job than I expected. There was this I didn't I was one of those guys that almost had a preconceived notion, oh, I'm a veteran, I've been in the Marines, someone's bound to hire me. And I had interviews set up with Comcast like a week after I got there. I, I was like, I'm going to be hired by Comcast. And I'll be good. And so I get there. We're trying to get set up. And I go in for my interview and I actually didn't get hired. And I was like, Wait, crap. What? Yeah, what, what, what? <laughs> what, what do I do? And so that, that was like a bit of a shock for me. I didn't have family to fall back onto. I didn't have any financial way to, to back me up you know, uh, with my family. And then all my friends that were getting out, they're like staying with their parents, their parents had rentals that they had them in. And I was like, that like, this sucks, you know, watching all these other guys go back home and they had that, I don't know, safety net around them. So I'm a go-getter. I was applying for a ton of jobs in the area. I ended up getting a job uh, inspecting utility line poles, which was a traveling job though. So I got a 36 foot travel trailer, got a 2,500 Chevy, and went from Colorado to Nebraska, from Nebraska to Iowa. And then at the end of June of 2016, I actually ended up getting a DUI. You know, I was, I had blown barely over the limit and, but you know, the law is the law. And unfortunately, so they, they slammed me with an OWI, which I was unable to drive in the state of Iowa then. So I had to call my boss and say, Hey, sorry, I screwed up this opportunity. I, um, <laughs> I, I can't drive in the state of Iowa. So I actually drove up to Michigan to see my grandma up there for about two weeks. And my wife had gone to a wedding in Texas uh, with some close friends of ours over the summer. And I was like, babe, what do, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? All of our stuff was in storage in Colorado and all of our family is in Alaska. And she's like, well, I went to Texas in this nice little small town, Midlothian. Why don't we move there? I was like, all right, babe. So I, uh, I started to apply to jobs all around the DFW area. I applied to about 250 jobs within a week and a half, just in the DFW area. I hadn't stepped foot in Texas before then. And I had got a call on a Thursday from Home Depot. And they said, hey, would you like to come in tomorrow for an interview for the supervisor position? I said, well, I'm in Michigan right now. But if you move it to Monday, I'll make sure I'm there. And they're like, you'd be here for an interview on Monday and you're in Michigan right now. I'm like, yep, make it on Monday and I'll be there. So Saturday, left Michigan, stayed in Oklahoma with my wife's grandma on Saturday night, got into Texas on Sunday, stayed in Texas Sunday night. Following morning, 8 a.m., I went into my interview at Home Depot for a supervisor position, had two interviews back to back and was hired on the spot. The next day, my disability got approved. The following day, I got a pre-approval for a mortgage. And so three days in a row after getting into Texas, it was See, Texas, boom, 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 boom. I was like, all right, Texas God, I'm in Texas. Texas love veterans, man. Just come on in, Texas. That's why I'm, yeah. I'm never leaving Texas, boy. Yeah. 
And so about a week later, I had you know, my offer that I put in on the house mm-hmm. got approved. And within a month of arriving to Texas, we, we had a house. And so, sorry, one second, my, my daughter's going back inside. That's why they say God bless Texas, because that's how they treat veterans, man. They're good. That's right. Absolutely. And I arrived to Texas with only $20 left in my pocket of borrowed money. I was about three months behind on bills. And so just having that happen when I got to Texas, getting a job, having my VA disability go through, having a mortgage go through, it was, I was like, okay, God, you want me in Texas? That's right. And so for the next year, I, I worked at Home Depot, but I always wanted more. You know, I was like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. I'd started a beard oil business back when we were in Colorado. And it's, it's always been more of a hobby than just a, like a business business. And so I, I had that going on the side. And just with my experience with aircraft inspection and everything like that, I applied to Lockheed Martin. And so I got hired on with Lockheed Martin as a QA inspector on the F-35s, worked there for a while. And then I ended up working for Raytheon as as a test technician on their MTSA and MTSB balls, like their high-powered lasers and telescopic sighting units. But I would say throughout all of that, man, alcohol was a huge thing for me. You know, when I was in the Marines, that's what we did. We'd, We'd work, drink go to sleep, work, drink, go to sleep, weekends, drink and sleep. And there, there was a time that, you know, getting out towards the end of getting out of the Marines and being out of the Marines, I was drinking about a fifth a day and it was just not healthy and not good for my, my family at all. Oh, I mean, the military can be a habitual type of thing. I mean, that's a, I, same kind of thing. My first couple of years in the army, I did that. I was, we were in California. So we would drive down to Tijuana on the weekends to get pour up from the floor up. And then, absolutely. and then I realized my, I, we got some, we got some issues coming back one time. I said, that's it, man. I'm done drinking. And I stopped drinking at probably 23, 24. I haven't, I don't drink heavy at all anymore. I barely have anything if I do, but I understand that that pattern of lifestyle can be very detrimental to all of us as veterans is getting that. Cause it's just something that's a norm because you know, you're going to get up in the morning, do PT. So you're going to run it all off and, you know what I'm saying? You're going you're gonna to be all right during the rest of the day. You start drinking again that night. So, yeah, it, it's a habitual thing for us in the military. Alcohol is a, it's kind of a related thing to us, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I would say that in that, that though the alcohol played a part in me ending up not working at Lockheed and not working at Raytheon anymore. My, my performance would go down just with, you know, I'd be hung over. I'd be, you know, running tests. And so my performance went down. But one of the big things was I was commuting more than 40 hours a month uh, when I was working at either place because I live down in Midlothian and they're, they're about an hour away, one direction. And so I was really looking at what else can I do to, to be able to provide for my family, but also be closer to my family. Yeah, amen to that. So there, there towards the end, after I had stopped working for Raytheon, I think it was February of 2019, I, I started going down a bad path. I was, I was drinking a lot, going out to the bars every night. I mean, doing cocaine. It, it was, there was a point when my wife, she was like, do you even want to be married anymore? And I just, I, I felt like just terrible about myself as a human being. I was like, no, you, you deserve way better than me. The kids deserve way better than me. Get out, you know? And I, I had just kind of spiraled out of control with all of that stuff. So I ended up, you know, getting onto a path of recovery 
And my wife supported me through it, even though we were originally going to be getting divorced. She's like, we're not going to be married by the end of this. I said, I know. And I, I didn't think I was going to come out the other end still married. Well, by the end of it, my marriage has never been stronger. My relationship with my kids has never been stronger. And so that was about four to six month kind of recovery for me back in just last year. And so when I came back, I was looking at, I don't want to be commuting anymore because that's taking time away from my family. Whenever I would be driving by gas stations and stuff like that, I'd be wanting to drop in, get a drink. And so I wanted to kind of eliminate that temptation. Um, So I was looking for jobs that were closer home. And I actually had a brokerage here locally reach out to me and they said, hey, do you want to do a career change? I said, actually, I'm considering it. So they actually ended up getting me licensed or paying for my education to get licensed with my life and my health insurance license in the state of Texas. And I came on working for them as an independent agent. So mainly with that, I work business to business, setting up employee benefits for businesses, but I don't just come in as another product. Anybody can come in as another product and be price checked and everything like that. What I, how I position everything that I do is as a solution. So are you having a problem with employee retention? Are you having a problem attaining new employees? And do you have a problem with maybe the plan that you have in place? Are you functionally uninsured? Like, are you paying for something that you can't really utilize because you can't pay the deductible on the other end? And so I really liked the idea of being able to help other people and to, to provide solutions. I'm a, I'm a problem solver. I'm a fixer. I mean, that, that's probably why, you know, fixing helicopters was, was one of my, my things. I like, in, I like inspecting things, looking at things. How can I make this better? Is there a problem with this? And so just getting into that was, was huge for me to be able to help someone else. And so since when the whole quarantine thing started happening, I, I, I'm always wanting bigger. I'm always wanting the next step. I, w- I want to be financially independent, financially free to be able to take care of my family. And that's when I really locked down on branding myself. So I, I'm like, I'm already an independent agent. I'm, 10, I'm a 1099er. I'm, I'm essentially self-employed. So why don't I build my brand to drive people to me when they need help? And so that's when I started Gibbons Solutions. I built a website around it. I got a Facebook page on it. I hired another veteran who lives down in Houston to help me with my SEO. Most of the work that I do for my business to promote my business and to branch out in areas, I'm hiring other veterans to do that. Um, And so, you know, if I'm needing logo work done or branding, anything like that, I want to help another veteran in his business or her business by reaching out to them and supporting them in what they do. So I I really just hammered down on building myself as a business and expanding, not just from being able to help the group platforms, the the companies and businesses, but being able to build individuals. And if if they're needing legal help, legal assistance, I'm contracted with a company that essentially has high, high paid attorneys on retainer for them for a low monthly fee. They can prepare wills and estate matters, family, uncontested, divorced. I work for them too. <laughs> What's that? So I think I work for them too. Oh yeah. Awesome. And, and then I also got contracted with another financial agency so that I can provide financial analysis for people and be able to help people 
protect their retirement income. A lot of times, you know, people are like, oh yeah, I'm good on retirement. And they have a 401k or a traditional Roth. And when the market crashes, so does their their retirement. And so I, I'm able to step in and help them mitigate that risk. And so there, I, I really expanded on how I can help people so that I can, I can help more people. That's awesome, man. That's, a, that's great. I mean, coming from where you were, and, and you definitely ran into some damn bumps in the road there, but you mm-hmm. threw that road out, you saved your relationship, you saved your, basically turned your life around and, and gave yourself the opportunity to now be a successful entrepreneur, but also still have that volume where you can be helping other people and get that good feeling about helping other veterans and helping other organizations. So I, you know, you twisted it, Joe. I mean, that that's going from, uh, you know, uh, a rock and a hard place to somewhere where it's really happy to be. So that's a good thing, man. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's a lot. I'm very proud of you, man. I mean, to, to come through what you've gone through and to be able to keep your head up, keep pushing forward. And your wife was there to stand next to you, even if, you know, the plan was divorced, but she saw that you were making the effort and decided, Hey, this is the guy I really want. He's my partner. So there you go. So, I mean, that's a big deal too, guys, because you know, the veterans divorce rate's pretty high as it is because oh, extremely a lot, of, high. a lot of houses, a lot of spouses just cut sling load when it, that shit gets hairy because they don't want to be around in case it escalates. So, you know, applause to your wife too, for hanging in there with you. Oh. She's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Are good people there. So it's good people. So yeah, it's great. So, so we've talked about your business too, a little bit, so that's good. So all of you other listening to all those stuffs will be in Joe's on the flyer, be on our website. It'll be on the podcast notes. So if you're interested in reaching out to Joe to anything that he might be able to help you with, you definitely feel free to do that out there then. So that's a, I mean, he's offering a whole lot of packages of things, especially for you guys getting ready to separate. You don't always think about that kind of stuff, insurance and stuff. If you're going to be an entrepreneur or or business or legal, because I know what he's talking about, that legal thing. I have that same company I work with. It's probably the same company, but they do. They provide legal stuff. You have a, you basically have a whole army of, of lawyers to help you work through any kind of issues you got. It's for a low monthly fee. It doesn't cost a lot. It's like 20 or 25 bucks a month or something. And then yep. you have these people like on retainer for you, basically to help you through issues. They'll actually send letters to bill collectors and make them stop a whole bunch of great stuff. So he's tied into a whole lot of things that can help you mitigate a lot of small problems that you might run into that turn into big problems. So, Joe's or even, a, or even when, if they want to create a business, you know, yeah, uh, having a business lawyer on your side, creating an LLC, everything like that for the, for the guys that are getting out of the military and like, I'm not working for someone else. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be my own boss. There's a lot of those guys out there. So it's great. What Joe's talking about is, so you be able to reach out to Joe and if he doesn't know, he'll get you to the right people that do know, you know what I mean? He's that type of guy. I think that's going to make sure he gets you pushed in the right direction. And, but it sounds like, his bases cover a whole lot of territory. So he just like, there's a lot of things that Joe can do for you to help you move that forward. So you heard his story. You heard what he went through a DUI, not a great way to start. And then that led to other things with him taking it a little bit deeper because of that issue. You know, there could have been other things in there too, mental health wise, a little bit of depression, being away from his family, so much traveling. And so there's a lot of things that you could tie into that. Right. But what Joe did was Joe pulled back to his Marine roots and said, Hey, listen, I need to, I need to Marine up right here. I need to, you know, and I need to get through this. And he did. And I think that's what the, the telling point of all this is, is that you just heard a guy who was a Marine, who was a, a Marine, hard as woodpecker lips when he was in, all that kind of who was stuff. And then he got out and he had some challenges in Colorado getting a job. And then he turned and then the job he got wasn't the best job because he's traveling all over the damn place, blah, blah, blah. So he's having that stress because what a lot of us don't realize as soldiers and veterans when we transition out is anxiety, stress and depression creep up on you so fast. And you don't even know that's what's going on with you because mm-hmm. you don't have an idea of, of it because you didn't have that when you're in the army or the Marines or whatever you were in the branch because you were working all the time and you had the confidence that every two weeks you're going to get paid and you got medical coverage. You got that for your family. 
Well, all that changes when you get out, Sarge. You, if you didn't retire, you ain't got medical anymore. You do for a little while, but your family doesn't have it anymore. Right. And then you got to figure that out. And then the job, and like even, even her joke, he thought he had it lined up. He thought he had it locked in because he was a, a veteran. That shit ain't for true. I mean, yes, most businesses out there love hiring veterans, but if you're not the right fit as a veteran, they're still not going to hire you. So you got to be prepared, even though you think you got that locked and cocked and ready to go. Boom. Now, the Home Depot story, great story. They called him. He was really rearranged. They hired him on that. But see, that's the point. You could run into that, but you could also run into the other thing where he thought he had it locked in, no problem, but it didn't work out that way. And then he 250, he said he put out 250 applications, guys, not a couple. He said 250. <laughs> so we're talking, he saturated the market with his resume and all that stuff to find a job, and he found one. And then he got back. His best thing to happen to him is he got to Texas. And then his head got straight and his life got better because Texas just takes care of veterans here. I'm telling you guys right now, you don't never been to Texas and live here. I lived here for the last 15 years of my life, the longest I've lived anywhere in my entire life. My dad served in the Navy for 20 years. I moved every three years. Then I went in the Army, and guess what? I moved every couple of years. But I got stationed in Texas twice, one in San Antonio, one in Fort Hood. And when I retired here at Fort Hood in 2010, I said, shit, I ain't leaving. Because <laughs> these people here love some veterans, and they love some soldiers. And they take care of us, and there's a lot of benefits living in Texas. You're, you're like if you're hundred if you're hundred percent disabled in Texas, you don't pay property tax on your no home. Property tax, and that saves you four or five hundred dollars a month on your mortgage payment because you're not paying taxes. Plus the benefits, you get a DAV place if you have fifty percent or more. You get DAV place, so I can park in a handicap parking spot if I need to. You know what I mean? Blah blah. blah. So a lot of benefits here in Texas. Just FYI, not that you got to move to Texas because you know. And almost any any business that you go into, even just, I was I was talking to my wife. I was like, man, I need to start tracking like how much money I actually save on veteran discounts. Because it's not that I'm utilizing the, the veteran discount as, oh my gosh, I'm entitled to this uh, amount of money off. Hey, if you offer the discount, I'd like to take advantage of that. If not, no problem. And listen, and, most of the businesses in Texas ask you if you're a veteran, even if you got a beard like me and Joe. They'll yeah. ask you, are you, are you a veteran? Yeah, I'm a veteran. Oh, shit, well, you get 10%, 50% off. Well, shit, yep. thanks. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. I wasn't at, but thanks. Because a lot of yep. businesses in Texas, they ask you if you're a veteran at the register. Because they want to give you the discount if you are. So that's the deal. And it's crazy here, man. I'm telling you, Texas is amazing. It's pretty awesome. But yeah, so Joe, we'll talk more too because I think a lot of it, I'm going to be getting back another podcast episode I'm going to be running later is guys who have gone through some of the tribulations you did with the drugs and the alcohol. I'm going to have, a, I'm going to have some vets on here that had some issues with those. And we're going to talk specifically about how you got through those type of things in your life because I'm going to have soldiers that get out and are going to have issues with this stuff. And they need to know there's other veterans that went through it and they got through it because their family was there, their wife or spouse or whatever. And you just, you got through it. And then it's going to be another great episodes we're going to have later on about challenges with those type of demons, so to speak, that came back and got us and bit us in the ass. So that's great that we had you on. So, all right, Joe, for these last couple of minutes, I really want you to, this is an opportunity to really plug your business because it it is going to be on our, our feed guys. So you will be able to reach out to Joe there, but I want him to really plug his business right now because what he's offering out there with his, his independent business. And like he said, in Texas, let me tell you something else about Texas. I own three other businesses, right? And when I applied for the LLC and all that shit, didn't cost me nothing because I was a veteran. Mm-hmm. I got my LLCs for free. Normally, it's like three or $400 per license. I got them all for free. So just FYI out there, if you're thinking about coming to Texas, it's a really beneficial state for if you're a veteran. But anyway, Joe, so here it is. Here's the floor. Tell them a little bit more specifically about what you do as your business and what we as a veteran community can do to support you. If it's just going on your Facebook and sharing it out to other veterans, what can we do as a veteran organization or a military listening party? That what can we do to help your business? Awesome. I really appreciate that. So my business is Gibbons Solutions, and that's G-I-B-B-O-N-S Solutions. You can go to GibbonsSolutions.com, and it'll kind of list some of the, the stuff that I do. 
I help set up employee benefits for small to medium-sized businesses. I can do large businesses like corporations. I'm talking to a corporation right now that has 960 employees, and I'm, I'm working on being able to get them set up with benefits. So I, I work all the way from you know your small mom and pop, five employees, all the way up to 960. So I mainly work business to business, but on the individual side, I do help, like I said, with setting up people with legal help. Um, have you got a DUI? Have you got a speeding ticket? Have, do you need a will prepared? All of all of those legal things are just small. I, I almost say day to day. A DUI isn't a day to day thing, but you know, speeding tickets. You can upload your speeding ticket and have them on retainer. They they yeah, and so they take care of it all for you. Also, with retirement income protection, I help people get their their retirement protected. So. It, is a, is a 401k the best place for your money to be? Is a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA the best place for your money to be? And how I'm being able to help people with that is I can offer a free financial analysis for anyone that needs help with that. And what I'll do in that, you reach out to me. And if you go to my website, you can submit a contact me form. And then I can email you a, a Calendly link which then you can get on my schedule and you can have a one-on-one talk with me face-to-face on if you were, you know, over the computer. And I can look at, you know, how can I specifically help you? So with that financial analysis, be looking at your income, your expenses, your what your budget looks like. What do you have for retirement set up? Do you have TSP, uh, Roths, or, you know, stock securities, whatever it may be. I, and I'm able to compile all of that into this pretty nifty tool that I have. And it creates a whole analysis to put together and it gives you your financial independence number. What number do you need to make to be able to retire and, and to be able to have an income without working and to have it last you through retirement? Because you don't want to retire and then have to go back to work the last few years of your life, right? Because you're not able to sustain that retirement. So that that's one uh, thing that I do on the individual side that I'd love for people to reach out to me for on that. Also, if you go to my Facebook page, Gibbons Solutions on Facebook and like my page, share it. If you go to community and then click invite friends, select all, invite all of your friends because I'm not... I'm not just doing this to help onesies and twosies. I want I want to grow. I want to help the masses. I want to be able to help so many people in what I do. Yeah, and it's, it's amazing. Listen, guys, if you're out there too and you, you want to be an independent contractor like Joe, reach out to him. I'm sure he can set you up, become an independent contractor under Absolutely. his company and he can work with you. So there's a lot of opportunities here. So get out, check his Facebook page out. Let's like and share stuff. Let's make sure that we're doing the effort to help this veteran succeed in his business and also help other veterans because that's what he's really doing in the end. He's helping other veterans, other soldiers, people out there that are in need, and he can do a lot of things. He's got the legal side. He's got the insurance side. He's got you know the financial side, so there's a lot of things he can touch. So check out his Facebook page. Check out his website. Give a shout-out for him. All right, help him out. And if you need help, reach out to the man. Let him see if he can do to help you, okay? That's always good there. So, Joe, thank you so much for being on the episode, my brother. We appreciate you, man, and welcome to Texas. God bless you. All right, we'll keep you here as long as you need to stay, all right? And I do come up in the Dallas area a lot, so maybe one time we'll go out, we'll go out and lunch or something. Go Absolutely. Face-to-face and we'll work this out, all right? But all I appreciate right. you being on the show, man. Thank you. All right, buddy. Well, that's a wrap, everyone. Hope you all got something out of this podcast today. Please tell a battle buddy about us and stay tuned for our upcoming podcast. Don't forget to visit our website at www.veteransbereal.com. Support us. 
because we got your back. Till next time, everyone, I'm out of here. Oh,